I am the DJ. I'm the host. Welcome to Love Ultra Radio. Now, we are the modern R&B mix show, and everybody keeps asking, what is modern R&B? That means we go through the full spectrum, the full black experience, the diaspora. That also means, yeah, we're in the jazz every year at the Atlanta Jazz Festival. And our feature guest today, Tony Hightower. Welcome to Love Ultra, man. Hey, thank you for having me, man. What's going on? It's a good look. It's a good look. I'm in Atlanta. Don't worry about the hat. The hat means nothing, right? Tell me about Atlanta. Let, let me just start. Man. I, love, I love the NY. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Atlanta Jazz Fest, day one, Saturday, May 27th. Um, you're going to be on that main stage. All eyes on Tony. First and foremost, ready for that? I'm in a, um, hey, man, uh, well, I, I would like to believe so. I, I, I think I am. Um, been doing it for a long time and, uh, it's, it's what I love to do. It's one of the most, it's one of the places I feel I am most comfortable. Um, so, um, and it's actually, um, I, I find it more comfortable, uh, to perform for larger audiences than it is, uh, for smaller ones. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's mm -hmm. what it is. Uh, an album that released last year, it is called Legacy. It's yes. In several highlighted, um, publications, salute to all the media partners, Tony, I heard some of the songs when I was driving home on I-20. I'm we're gonna get into the songs that I heard later. But one of the top songs that I heard playing on Big Up to the Community Radio Station WRG, Love and Happiness. Definitely yeah. has a jazz swing to it. So uh tell me about that. That one song. Um, you know what? Um I, I, um so how I started doing like those types of songs and swinging them was uh, you know, I come from I have my background is RB. You come from a hip hop R and B background, but I always had a love for jazz. My mom was an um, was a, an established uh, jazz vocalist here. She was known as Atlanta's R and I mean, well, jazz and blues diva. Uh, so that's how I was um, uh, introduced to uh, to the to the dip, all of the different genres of music. So anyway, um, though I loved it, I didn't know a lot of jazz standards, yes. the songs that you typically hear, because most jazz artists. You, you just, it's just like a certain bodies of work, you know, like if you're in R&B, everyone expects you to know superstition or there's certain songs you should just know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, I didn't know a lot of them. And um, so I would take, so I, I, I had opportunities for doing shows and I would take songs that I did know. And we were like, yo, let's swing that. And um, it started to work. You know, it really worked. It went over well. And so later I was like, you know, I need to record some of these songs. And that's kind of how that happened. Love and Happiness being one of the first ones. It was really Can't Hot Love. And then later, you know, did uh, Love and Happiness whatnot. Yeah, man. And I love Al Green. I mean, who, who doesn't, you know? Come on, there you go. There you go. Not just because the South loves it in, in, in that form and fashion. Nations love it. Like our nation, you know, North America. Yes, very high standard when it comes to an Al Green song or Al Green cover. But that jazz swing, that little bump that you guys put to <laughs> um, yeah, you it, it. Word. Um, I'm glad you dig it. Um, um, and you know what? Um, it was, I mean, that was something that was born out of necessity. Mm -hmm. However, it is something that's also came a little bit of a niche, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. And um, and one of the one of the things that I want to do is like. I, I wouldn't be the only one, but be right. one of the many people that help bridge the gap because, you know, a lot of people uh, imagine or, you know, just assume that they don't like jazz, you right. know, they haven't heard it or they all, they think of it one way. And it's so, it, it's done so many different ways. And, um, 
And then sometimes it's just about being introduced to it in someone that looks and remind or, or someone that you feel like you are connected to. And then it make it opens you up to, to at least give it a shot. You know what I mean? So hopefully that can be um, I, hopefully I can be a conduit for that. You know what I mean? Right. That's right. Tony Hightower is our guest. We're talking about the album Legacy. One more song, just like you just uh, um, preempted us to. Yes, it got the Earth, Wind, and Fire sample. That, that album, Gratitude, but the arrangement is beautiful. Can't hide love. Talk, talk about that a little bit more. Oh man, uh, that was the first song we did. So uh, the my drummer that um, started with me, Henry Conaway, uh, he had heard a, an arrangement of it. It was a saxophonist that had, that did it before. I can't remember his name uh, right now. Um, I apologize for that. But um, <clears throat> Conaway told me about. Yo, man, well, let's try this arrangement of uh, Can't Hot Love. And it was a little bit slower, but it was swinging. Bam, 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 bam. You know, it was swinging, though. And uh, so we did it. And so from performing it over the years, I kind of got how I do it. And um, we developed, uh, you know, the way we wanted to do it. And then I got my my friend, uh, Melvin Jones, who has done all of the horn arrangements. He, he wrote all of the horn arrangements. He did wrote one to Ken Hot Love and and we got in and you know we just made it happen man you know the trio is uh, uh Kevin Smith on upright bass uh it's Kenny Banks Jr on piano uh Henry Conway the third on drums and then the horn section is uh Melvin Jones on trumpet who writes the arrangements Mike Burton on saxophone and um Wilbert Williams you can actually see them right now playing with Usher out in Vegas Nice. Very good company. Right before we go into the next song, let's talk about that. Atlanta's melting pot. Yes, yes. we understand the baby face of the face years, right? We we understand so, so deaf. We, we've seen the transition of the Dungeon family. Um, mm -hmm. And I mean transition, meaning elevating and opening up oh, yeah. the sound yeah. music. But Atlanta, yeah. you can find anybody who's very talented in music at the Publix, the Kroger's. Yeah. It's a great city. Yeah. You um, it's it's happening here now, man. Um, uh, it's you know, and, and we're very blessed to have had a really long run. It doesn't seem like it's about to stop anytime soon. Yeah. Um, and like you said, the likes of LaFace Records, mm -hmm. So So Deaf, Dark, Dark. Um, what, you know, um, Organized Noise. That's that was my introduction. I was in a group, and we were signed to Organized Noise, and that was the vehicle for us getting a record deal. That was my introduction into the record in the into the uh, recording industry. Yeah. Uh, so, <clears throat> yeah, man. Um, you know, they laid a foundation. It was uh, it was a scene here already, mm -hmm. and I think that's what made people come here because you had the likes of uh, the SOS band, Brick, and people Ooh. from Atlanta already, and and we had a really vast local scene of people that were budding, you know, that were strong, and so yeah. people loved Atlanta, uh, but definitely LaFace. And and that whole movement just put a you know just put a magnifying glass on us. And they had so much talent, but it was so much talent here. They got here and they like you said they could go to the store <laughs> everywhere they went. It was good talent. You know, uh, and um, they they had the the I, I was just speaking to Brian Reed about uh, th uh three weeks ago, and we were talking about that. They're doing something to tell the story about uh that. But um, yeah, man. Um, you know, it's it's a lot here, and um, it's I'm blessed to be here. I thought about moving at one point, you know, especially with jazz because mm -hmm. jazz uh, is really you know strong in New York, 
You know, that's most people would say you need to go to New York. You they go to Harlem, you go to Manhattan. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And I was contemplating that um, my mom was ill and then and then later my grandma. But um, you know how God works. It worked out because, I, you know, I'm, as an actor, I've, I've worked here a lot. And um, and so I'm OK. And, um, you know, hopefully we'll see what we, we'll see what's next. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, I'm going to ask you about three different words. Right. Yeah. And these words could mean anything to you in music and in life. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and we're in Atlanta and the word is called authentic. Now, Tony Hightower, you got to be authentic. Yeah. And it means something to you to, to stay authentic to music, your life. What does the word authentic mean to you? Um, being true about whatever I'm doing, honestly. I mean, you know, if I'm like and uh, we'll just put it on music. Um, my The first part of my life, I was R&B, you know, and that's all I, I, I ate, you know, drank, slept. You know what I mean? That was it. I was that was Mr. Jump around, take your shirt off guy. That was me. You know what I mean? Um, uh, and then I, I had a rock and roll period. I, but it was like they were things. It wasn't me trying to do it. It was just really where I was in my life and what I like to do. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, you take chances. Sometimes you win. Sometimes you don't. <clears throat> uh, and then even when I started doing this jazz thing, a lot of people didn't understand it because I had been known for the R&B and I still had people wanting, you know, people seeking me mm -hmm. to do records. I mean, you know, big producers that are out, but I, I my, um, where my love was, was different at the yeah. time. You know, I, I wanted to do something different um, musically. I wanted to be challenged in a different way. And it may not have made sense to a lot of people, but I was being authentically Tony and, um, and, you know, what I wanted to do. So, um, authentic you know that that's just what that means to me man you know being you know whether you dig it or you don't it's what i'm it's, it's me or or whatever i'm doing you dig what i'm saying exactly exactly yeah. I, I love it right there there is no wrong answers we got one more word um yeah. i've been asking some of the other uh talented artists that's going to be on the atlanta jazz <laughs> festival 2023 the word is representation now they're going to say, well, I mean, you know, he represents Atlanta, but he really represents the Hightower family, his mother, his grandmother, mm -hmm. representation. How is it, how important is it to be like, yo, I'm Dunn's family. Like, we represent. Uh, how is representation? Well, I mean, you know, I'm a native of Atlanta. So, uh, so uh, on that rep in Atlanta, man, I can't help but do that. You know, mm -hmm. uh, when I'm very relaxed and if, if I'm, you know, speaking somewhere you will absolutely hear that I'm from, you know, I, I'm putting on my best right now. <laughs> Not my, my absolute best. You know, I'm from I'm I'm from Southwest Atlanta. I'm from SWATS. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, I'm proud of my city. I'm proud of all of the things that we've done here. Uh, I'm definitely a part of that culture. Uh, I'm on a lot of the records that uh, that people know Atlanta for. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, just to name a few. You know, my group. That's us singing soul food. With um with Goody Mob, that's us on synthesizer for Outcast. That's you know I'm that's me singing backgrounds with Ricky Bell on the um Atlanta remix of Tell Me When I See You Smile Again. You know it's like so many Atlanta hits. So I you know um and that's not to brag or boast. You know it's not like that. But when you say Atlanta, I love Atlanta. And uh, and and the thing when people talk about old school Atlanta, I'm old school Atlanta. So it's a big deal for me to represent Atlanta. In the way I'm representing it now, <clears throat> um, I want my I want people from Atlanta to be proud of me being from here and, and, and my evolution. And then on the other side, 
I represent, um, you know, the whole reason my, my record is called Legacy was in honor of my mom. My mom was a huge deal here in Atlanta. She was um, she was an icon here and um, she they, they you know, the city recognized her with her own day. October 29th is Theresa Hightower Day. Let me say her name. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Theresa Hightower. Um, the, I used to come. I used to go watch my mom do these jazz festivals. Mm. So now, so it's a it's a really big deal. I did the jazz festival festival before, but I was on one of the smaller stages. So this is my first time being on the main stage, um, and um, you know, so it means a bunch to me. I want to represent my mother and her legacy and keep it alive and start my own. So uh, yeah, man, represent, represent. That's right. That's right. His name's Tony Hightower. One more of these words. We're gonna get right back to one more of these songs. The word is called discipline. Now, of course, we got a lot of elders who are listening, and they're gonna be at that jazz fest, and it's like, but Tony looks a little young, you know. I want to make sure <laughs> you play game. And then discipline as a black man growing up in the city of Atlanta. What does the word discipline mean to Tony Hightower? Man, you know, so much uh, from. From the music standpoint, you have to be disciplined. You know, what was what, what, what I to do, I can tell you about my road. Uh, when I was younger, I used to do things that didn't necessarily take care of my voice the best. Mm. Would be on me and talking to me about, hey man, you know, this is your livelihood. Yeah. And um, you know, one, I'm so glad that I finally heard it and I started to, you know, change those things. You know, some people, everybody, they may not need to take care of their voice the way they do. They don't sing. I do. So I have to be disciplined. If I want to do this for a lifetime and provide for my family, then I have to have that discipline. Um, you have to be disciplined just to be successful in here. I mean, you know, um, it's a business. Uh, in this business period, you know, uh, you can't let it consume you. You know what I mean? Be in the business, man, and not, not you know, not let the business do you whatever you know what i mean and uh and then just as a man you know we learn discipline some of us later than others um but you you realize that you have to have discipline if you want to uh achieve and and be successful you know period man so uh it's uh it's very big to me you know um it's something that um you know i didn't have my father now my mother gave me my mother did, did a great job with me but we know sometimes the men provide a different level of discipline. That's right. um, uh, so it's important to me with my children uh, and in, anybody around me that I, I show them, I teach them that, you know, from things that I didn't do and that I now know to do or things that I did do. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, those are two different facets of it, but um, yeah. So those, those, you know, it's, it's just, uh, yeah, you gotta have that. Gotta have it. His name is Tony Hightower. Tony, uh, I'm gonna need to cash app you about twenty dollars, right? Yeah. Um, Tony, I was driving on I twenty. Okay, oh, tell me about on the radio, gee, baby. Oh yeah, not good to you, uh, Tony. It is lighthearted, but yeah, let's get serious now. Uh, yeah. That's a very good song when you're driving with a special person and you're like, yeah. you know. Ah uh, yeah, Tell me yeah. About that, Tony. I, I got you twenty dollars, man. Tell me about that. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm glad it worked for you, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that was our aim. You know, one of my uh, um, in jazz because uh, I have lots of different influences, but in jazz, the first voice that I uh, I loved and I emulated was Nat King Cole, and you know that's a Nat King Cole standard. 
uh, G baby ain't I good to you. Ironically, later in life, uh, Mr. Freddie Cole and my mother were really, really good friends. Freddie Cole is, uh, you know, I don't, I, I don't like to refer to him as Nat King Cole's brother because he's an icon in his own right. Yes, but sir. a lot of people, you know, if you don't know, then that's how you will recognize it. But um, so he became a good friend of our family, a friend of mine and my mentor, you mm -hmm. know, um, he's the, you know, he told me, you know, when I was, uh, when I made my decision to, to go down the jazz path, I talked to different people that I respected and got their opinions and their uh, direction. And, um, and, you know, he told, he gave me some obscure songs to listen to and, mm. and to try to really understand and, and, and get it. Of course, I'm still learning, but then he also encouraged me to write. So uh, my original efforts, uh, I wasn't even planning on, on writing anything because a lot of times in jazz, Lots of people just do those songs that I mentioned earlier, those standards Stand. that we've heard, and they they just do their rendition of them, which is great. Mm -hmm. But he was like, "Yo, we need new songs." And I've always been a songwriter, right. but I came up in the R and B and you know hip hop and all of that, so I didn't know I had the capacity. And um, and one day, you know, God started you know bringing those melodies to me, and um, and I've written some things that people thought were you know, of that time. And that's the biggest honor you can have to think that I've written something that's a standard. You know what I mean? So. I love it. I love yeah. it. I love it. That album is out now, all streaming platforms. Um, yeah. Definitely can, you can get it straight from Tony. I yeah, yeah. Do, uh, <laughs> Once again, he's going to be at the jazz festival. We only have him for a couple more minutes. Um, Can you talk about having a team? Cause yes, <laughs> you could have the talent, be the songwriter, take care of your voice, just like you said, but yeah, Maybe no one really taught us how to deal with a manager or a booking agent or social media. Talk, talk about having a team as a good jazz artist. Hey, man, well, you know, no man is an island. I mean, and that says it all. Uh, you can, I mean, you know, uh, right now, I like, I don't have a record label. So it's, it's so my team is extremely important. I have a small team, but um, we've been effective um, as, you know, as much as we can. And we want to do even more. Yes. Um, but uh, if I were trying to do this all on my own, man, you know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there are some people that are successful and that have, um, that are are good at, like, I, I'm not the computer guy. I don't really want to be on Instagram or or TikTok. I, it's not really my thing. Um, I got on it because everybody was like, you know, you know, of course, that was years ago now. You have to have Instagram. Like, when I was out, when I was touring with Tyler, I, and I should have, I didn't know, I should have been taking pictures of everything, but I felt like a, I felt like a spaz taking, that's how I would have looked at it. Like, yeah. why am I taking pictures all the time? But it, you know, then you fast forward and it's something, it's a must. What you would look at and think a person is tripping on itself or you would have looked at, it's necessary to be set, to be successful now. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's, uh, it's uh, uh, two parts. You have to, continue uh, to go with the flow, learn what's new. Um, mm -hmm. And sometimes your team can do that because if you are just, if it's just you, you don't know. You're focused on your one thing because what I like to focus on is is making the music, coming up with creative ideas. Uh, my, I, I won't, I mean, tip, my strong suit is not the other thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Once I get it, I can do it, but that's not, I don't imagine those types of things. Oh, I should post here, I should do that. So it's good to have somebody to help you with that. So team, uh, a team is extremely important.
Extremely know. important. Thank I'm you. Thank you. Expand mine. Anybody that wants to help me, come on, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Love Ultra Radio, the audience. Come on, let's let's try to help them out right now. A couple more questions here. Tony Hightower, yes, your RB history, right? Yes, the, the accolades and the success. And someone's gonna say, yo, Tony, that was the right age. You had the right look, right? We know you got the right yeah. voice. Come on, Tony, jazz. Right. Explain when you hear it. Our young people who are in school, they're, they're developing their maturity and, and believing in themselves. Um, can you talk about when you when you know when you know this is not what I want to do, but this is what I want to do? Can, right. can you explain how to nurture that feeling? Yeah, I think it's just um, I think it goes back to uh, when you said before. I think it's being it goes back to the word authentic. Mm-hmm. You know, um, at at the time, you know, I had had um, I had some success. Uh, with with my group and I did some things and um, uh, I, at, for me at the point at that time <clears throat> the way the music was it wasn't my favorite um, at the time and so I didn't want to like if I had I had it if, if I had have gotten with some producers and did those records I don't want to do I don't want to have to perform songs that I don't like to do mm. every night that may not be important to somebody else right. um, because it can't afford you a lot of success. And, mm-hmm. um, and so sometimes I've questioned that, but, um, uh, but I love what I do. I love this. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. I feel challenged by it. Um, I believe that it can do for me uh, what that genre did. Um, you know, uh, and I, when, when you see things like Samara Joy winning a Grammy, last year yeah. uh, uh, or this year, when you see that, it gives you, you know, it gives you that shot in the arm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll share with you guys now. Um, this will be the first, I haven't posted it or said anything. When you get a call from somebody and this is not, this this happened like about a week ago. I haven't posted it. I'm trying to get ready to share it. But when you get a call from, um, I, I do, um, I'm also a vocal coach and, and different mm-hmm. stuff. So there's an actress, Kat Graham, that I know. Uh, you probably recognize her from uh, Vampire Diaries. She was the black girl in Vampire Diaries and done a lot of stuff. And I went to uh, LA with her to do um, to do uh, The Voice. She was mm-hmm. on The Voice, and so I went with her to coach her for that. And um, while we were there, we were trying, she's good friends with Quincy Jones. Mm-hmm. And she's always tried to connect us. But um, we didn't get a chance to get together there. But I got a call uh, last week from her saying, check your voicemail. And um, it's a, you know, it's a, I have an audio message from Quincy telling me to keep going and telling me he likes my music. Woo! You know what I'm saying? Um, so in moments, you know, like that, you yeah. get a shot in your arm, like like Samara. Uh, I'm just being who I want to be and who I feel I, I am. Yeah. So hopefully that, if I keep pushing, that's gonna give me success. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, and that's what I would tell anybody that finds themselves, you know, doing anything against the grain. Uh, you know, sometimes, sometimes it, you need to be, sometimes you need to do that. But mm-hmm. only you know that, you know, all of the people that have broken out and everybody and they went left when everybody was going right. You know, it's a gamble. Yeah, I mean, it's a gamble. And sometimes you win. Sometimes you don't. Um, and for me, uh, you know where I am in my life is just, I want to be true to myself. It's, it's not, um, I, of course I want to be successful. I want to be wealthy, you know, and I want, 
I want the world to, we never do something for ourselves. I want people to love the music. Right. Um, that's up to God. I'm going to do everything in my power to do it. You know what I'm saying? And then um, I got to let God do the rest, man. And so uh, I, I might have veered off a little bit, but. Oh, no. That's what we call Love Ultra, right? We appreciate that part right there. One yeah. more Because this is grown man music. This is grown man jazz music. I might have to, yeah. have to hashtag that. That uh, you are different. We are in a different space when it comes to jazz. There's some aficionados that say, all right, but your your swing got a little hip, too much hip hop in it. Right, you know? right. Right. But uh, we're going to see that that you are cut from a different cloth because you you had the acting cloth, cut that a little bit, but you can bring it back. So um, I appreciate your diversity in music as an artist. So, um, yeah, there's no wrong answers for, for, for these two things. Word. I mean, you know, and that's uh, like even what you said about I know that my brand of it um, and even sometimes the way I look, I wear shades. I, you know, I'm, I'm usually suited when I'm on stage, but, uh, but I am, I am not typically what you would think, especially for, for the style of jazz I'm doing. Yes, I mean, sir. cause you got cats like Glassbird, you got all these different folks that, you know, they from hip hop, but their music is, is, a, is more of a mesh mm-hmm. of that hip hop. So it, I guess you correlate that easily, right? But sometimes because I'm swinging, maybe, you know, some people, uh, maybe think it's you know a little a little um, uh, what's the word uh, a little too progressive or whatnot exactly um, and that's okay mm-hmm. uh, some, you know sometimes you you may think that and then sometimes people think that in the beginning and then they find themselves liking it sometimes they never love it mm-hmm. uh, but that's okay I just have to give it I have to serve it the way I know how to serve it you know what I mean yeah. and um, I mean I will say now I mean that stamp of approval stamp of approval I got I mean you know. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm gonna. It, it lets me know I'm doing something at least okay. I mean, his, his origins were jazz. You know, right, right, and, and composing and, and arranging. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Someone hears that to the rest, but he was him and Miles, and that's what he did Whew. originally. So for him to uh, to say that he knows who I am and likes what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a, a major shot in the arm. I, you know, so I've, I've said it now, but I'm going to post it on my page and stuff later. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. His name is Tony Hightower. Once again, we're going to see him day one, main stage, yes, sir. Saturday. It's a big stage, Tony, featured yes. on Atlanta Jazz Festival 2023. Yes. Um, one more question before we let you move forward. Let me first say, how do they get in contact with you? How do they support you and um, support Tony Hightower? Yes, please follow me on Instagram. Uh, on Instagram, I am at T H E Tony Hightower, the Tony Hightower. I also have one, uh, the Tony Hightower Standard. I mean, Tony Hightower Standard at Tony Hightower Standard. Excuse me. And then that'll be changing shortly. But if you follow me now, you'll see what it changes to. Uh, you can also find me at uh, Tony Hightower uh, on on online. Mm-hmm. D Tony Hightower, like www D Tony Hightower. Um, all of my records are on, um, you know, on all the all digital platforms, Spotify, iTunes, all of that. The first record is called The New Standard. Mm-hmm. My second record is entitled uh, Legacy. I also had a Christmas record. Go ahead and get your copy now. It's yes, perfect. Sir. Christmas. Uh, that's entitled This Time of Year. Um, and uh, if you follow me, 
you'll see all of my booking information. Um, Joycelyn Dawson. Uh, you can email her at Dawson Joycelyn. That's D A W S O N J O Y C E L Y N at Gmail. So, yeah, man, that's how you find me. And, um, you know, please support me. I appreciate you. Like I said, man, I'm out here. I'm hustling on my own uh, right. with a small team. I don't have a label as of yet. Mm -hmm. So um, all of the support is uh, is definitely uh, greatly appreciated. Definitely appreciated. Like I said, see him at the Atlanta Jazz Festival 2023 again. But, again, the main stage on Saturday. 3 p.m. Come all day. All but day. On at 3 p.m. That's right. That's right. Um, and this is the last question before we let anyone move forward. There's yeah. things that you like, right? And yeah. there might be something that you love, but we want to know that ultimate love. And this thing that you're doing, this jazz music, this music as an artist, just in general of life, what do you love ultra? What does Tony Hightower love ultra? First, can I tell you something? I, I, uh, I'm also a producer. So there was back in the, back in the day I used to, um, uh, yeah, I learned to produce watching mm -hmm. organized noise and all of those cats. But I used to have a production company with my good friend Scott Chris, and the name of our production company was called Ultra Records. I mean, Ultra, uh, Ultra, uh, the Ultra Beat Boys, excuse me. Wow. The Ultra Beat Boys. So every time you say Ultra, and that was all I would, everything I would say would be something Ultra all the time. Ooh. Yeah, so um, <laughs> that's just a little side note. That's right. But, um, so can you help me one more time? What do I love? When you say that, I just yeah, wanna... I mean, because people say, hey, I love food, but I love my family. I love the community. Oh, but there's the ultimate love. What's that ultra love that you love ultra? My ultimate love. <clears throat> I, I mean, it would be. It's hard to put to just say one thing. Mm -hmm. I love music. I love the transference of energy from me to crowd that that thing you cannot describe unless you you know anybody that ha that does that they understand and sometimes the audience you know gets it from watching what they want to see so you know i love that but i also love my family i love to laugh uh you know i'm i'm super silly i don't take myself too seriously um you know, so much to love, man. I love good food. I love, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to just put in one thing, man. But um, I can say as far as music is concerned, um, I love, I love, it's just like when grandmama cooks or, or when, or whoever, because I like, I love to cook too. Mm -hmm. So um, when you make something and you watch somebody enjoy it, Mm. You know, like, you know, a wife cooking for her husband and she sees him and he's grunting. Mm. She feels, you know, amazing. You know, so so that's how I feel if when somebody really digs the record, if I'm at the show and I see people. That's one of the things I love about jazz. Yeah. I love to I, I, the R&B thing. I love dancing and being active and all of that. But I also love just performing for an audience that just came to listen and just want you to engage. I mean, they. All you have to do is, you know, engage and it's not about a spectacle. Not that there's something negative to that because I like that too. Right. But, but what I but I am enjoying that I can just come sing. Mm. Um, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I love that. Um, yeah, man, I could name I could name stuff I love all day. You know what I mean? <laughs> perfect, perfect. This is the own. This is the first. True-versation. We don't call it a conversation. It's a true-versation. I love it. True-versation. 
Tony Hightower. Thank you for taking the time. We're going to see you out there. I'm going to cash app you the $20. My man. Ten, ten come from her. Ten come from me. <laughs> Yo, I appreciate you, man. It's been a pleasure, man. Thank you for having me. I look forward to meeting you in person. And um, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, please keep supporting me. Keep supporting this uh, wonderful uh, channel and everything that he's doing. Um, thank you so much, man. Thank you for having me.